2: This is Radio Wave with your host, a friend of Medjugorje. In uh, recent days, there has been some excitement uh, going around in the news and in various uh, Medjugorje-related circles and religious news, uh, particularly involving uh, a letter that was sent from the Apostolic Nuncio to uh, the United States Bishops Conference, and uh, according to that, uh, according to what has been reported about that letter, Ivan uh, was banned from uh, speaking in churches. And of course, uh, a friend of Medjugorje published on Medjugoria.com the fullness of of the implications of what uh, the statement actually really says and what it uh, how it is to be correctly interpreted, and uh, that can be found on Medjugorje dot com under the headline titled "Medjugorje: Yvonne Not Banned." from uh, parishes, and so that uh, information can be found there. But in the Medianomics show, a friend of Mejigoria spoke at length in regard to uh, this situation and some of the uh, things that have been said about the uh, statement from the Apostolic Nuncio. And so uh, we're going to cover some of those things through the course of the broadcast today, and uh, we're going to cut to some segments of a friend of Megagoria where he speaks about some of these issues. Now, first off, uh, if we take the uh, the, the statement... And uh, we interpret it in the way that uh, people have interpreted it, and that is uh, to say that Yvonne is banned from speaking in church parishes. If that was the case, and if that were true, uh, a friend of Medjugorje tells us uh, the outlook that we're to have, uh, even if that were the case. And, of course, again, uh, if you go to uh, medjugoria.com you will see that that is not the case. But if that were the case, what if Yvonne was banned from the church parishes, uh, what uh, what would be the outlook of that, and is it necessarily a bad thing? So uh, here it is with a friend of Medjugorje speaking specifically about this uh, particular topic.
3: But is that a bad thing? Not if you know Medjugorje. Not if you believe in Medjugorje and its apparitions. You believe in Our Lady. That doesn't shake my faith. It just strengthens it. Why? Because I followed Medjugorje from the beginning. Within a few, four, a few, few, three or four years after it started. And you know what Our Lady did in the beginning? She was on the mountain. The visionaries were told by Father Yozo to come to the church for the apparition. They asked Our lady, who is very decisive. She's resolute. And when they presented this to her and they ask her, she hesitates. The only time I've ever known that Our Lady hesitated. And then she relented, and she went into the church. All kind of things happened. And then the bishop ordered my out of the church. So they had to be obedient to, to the bishop. Was God acting on the bishop's directives? I think so. I think I've interviewed Bishop Zanuck when he was alive. Visited him on two occasions. Once very historic meeting with Yaakov and Maria. And so few times had they talked to him. That when Ivan or rather when Yaakov walked up, he grabbed Yaakov's hand, shook it. He came out into the parking lot, very, very admirable, very cordial, and said, Hi, Ivan." He says, I'm Yaakov. That's how long it had been since Yaakov grew up. He didn't see him. This was the last meeting, the first one in years, that they had had with him. I sat in on it. It's pretty incredible. I'd already interviewed him a step before that, and I was privileged to be with one other person. It was just four of us who visited Bishop Zanuck. So I have a history with this. So Bishop Zanuck rightfully, by God's design, orders them out of the church. Where did they go? To the rectory. All kind of encumbrance, all kind of things happen with the apparitions. And what happens after three years or so with that? The bishop orders them out of the rectory. So they give the keys to the visionaries and say, if you have an apparition in the choir off, we can't stop that. That goes on for a couple of three years, and then the bishop gets on that and he orders him out of that. Do you think that had anything to do with our lady's hesitation to go in the church in the first place? Oh, it had everything to do with it. Magicori is bigger than the Catholic Church. Oh, Anatha people might say, "What are you saying? What are you talking about?" Our lady has never wanted the Catholic Church to own these apparitions. God has never wanted to approve to the Catholic Church. But he doesn't want to disprove neither, and they haven't been either way. They're there in this neutral position for a purpose. Visca just went to the Holy Lands recently. There was, there was apparitions in the churches. There were apparitions outside. You know who the people were attending? Where a large crowd could get when it was outside? Muslims. You think they're going to run into a Catholic church? You think Baptists are going to run into a Catholic church? Evine, go out to the fields. Go out into some other secular place. Go out and do what Jesus did. You have the right to do that. That can't be stopped. So that Muslims can come, non-believers can come, Baptists can come. Everything we do here is outside. Our Lady does not want this inside, underneath the church. He wants to break through all the denominations, all the beliefs, the new age, everybody to bring everybody underneath this. We don't want it titled, according to the actions of God according to what's happened through his history for 31 years, titled underneath the Catholic Church and stamped by it. And also, those who would kill it within the church, those who would be enemies to it, we've got a lot of this hesitation. We got repeatedly ordered out of the church, and you know where it went from the, from the crowd off? To Maria's house, to Eva's house. Out in different places. And he's free, and she does things. She comes here, she's free, and she does things. Does that not tell you something? I'd be warned if I was in in the hierarchy of church and being fearful of that because you have to have a directive on this and a spiritual direction on this as, as far as the flock of Gammy Hell. If it's from God, just leave it alone. If it's not, it'll crash. Otherwise, you'll be fighting God. And why do we have to waste our time and be in error fighting God when if it's of the devil or it's of deception, it's going to crash?
2: And again, that was a friend of Medjugorje addressing the what-if uh, the letter implied that Ivan uh, was banned from having his apparitions in the church parishes. So now we'll cut to the second topic which we'd like to cover in the broadcast, and that is uh, if the letter did in fact state that, would it put it in conflict with the things that the church has already said about Medjugorje? And it's very interesting to hear what a friend of Medjugorje has to say. So again, a friend of Medjugorje here is addressing uh, whether or not uh, it would be in conflict with uh, edicts and declarations that the church has already made and this is a friend of medjugorje
3: you can be ordered out of the church but you can't conflict with what the church already states and the church states in 1966 by the congregation of the doctrine of the faith aas 58 said that we can propagate private revelations you can't be forbidden from them Unless they contravene the morals of the faith, and if they don't, they haven't. And Major Gardner never has been proven to do that, so you can't go against what the church already establishes. It says in quotes the April tenth, nineteen ninety-one statement. On the basis of the research that has been done, it is possible that this possible to state that there these apparitions or that there were apparitions are supernatural revelations. In other words, it states real clearly. On this basis, the research up to this point says it's not possible to state that there's apparitions are supernatural revelations. There was a theological team and a scientific team put together in 1983. 17 people. They came up to seven conclusions by 1985 or so. Or rather, they came up to 12 con- conclusions. Those conclusions all said that this is something of a supernatural origin. I spoke across France with a scientist who in 2005 came out with a final statement on it after those years from 1983 doing testing, the most advanced test in the whole world, to 2005 where they concluded them because there was nothing else they could do. There was nothing else to do to, to, to prove. And the scientists and I spoke in Paris. We spoke in some other places. we became become friends. But the scientific test, put out a letter, the scientist did, and said, of course science can't demonstrate that these apparitions are the Virgin Mary, but it can support the absence of deception and that the very probability and sincerity of those aesthetics that they perceive the divine world of the afterlife as being more real than the earthly world. They were able to measure them to see with all the tests and the brains and the, the ways and everything they did, that they go deeper in ecstasy, deeper into reality. And they came up with three conclusions, which I won't go there. You can go on our site and look up the scientific testing. That research and some of it, and a good bit of it, was already concluded by 1991. <clears throat> and yet the basis of the research, it says, that's been done, is not possible to state that there were apparitions or supernatural revelations. Why did this commission say this? Because this commission was made up mostly by non-believers who didn't believe in Medjugorje, who was set up for that by Bishop Zanuck. That's the other side of the story that people don't know. Okay, but let's say it's legitimate. The Iron State Department, if you research it, was part of stopping this commission. There was reports from our our people in, in our embassy. Anderson, look it up. It's there. But see, people don't know the history they don't know about how they hesitate and get out of church. And we have science itself unequivocally saying these, this is the it has scientific evidence shows it is absent of deception. The scientists have said it's supernatural. They had theological they they had, part of the team was theological. It wasn't just science. One of the scientists was atheist. Through this, he became a believer. Everything's on our side, so our fathers aren't ruffled. I'm ruffled that the people of Medjugorje that was just, oh, we can't, we, can't, we can't believe in Medjugorje. Our lady said, thank you for not betraying my presence. I'm not going to stop believing. I'm going to be like Peter and John. Don't preach about the Christ. They get lashed. They go right back out if they warned not to do it, and they start preaching. We're going to preach about the message because the church gives us that right as long as it hasn't been condemned. And so we leapfrog over Directives, August 21st, 1996, by Navarro Falls, who is a spokesman for the Vatican. And you know what he says about this declaration in 1991? He says, While the Vatican has never said that Catholics cannot go to Medjugorje, it has said that the bishops of that diocese and parishes cannot organize official pilgrimages. In other words, they can't go officially. And then he says this. He says something incredible. He says, you cannot tell people not to go there. Speaking of magic, You cannot tell people not to go there without proof that the apparition is false. Awesome. Avon's free, to have, Avon's free to have his apparitions. We're free to do what we want to do with Maria. We're free to do the apparitions unless the church proves it's false. You do that and then we back away. But they can't do it and they won't do it. Because I stake my life on belief. I'm behind the scenes with Marie. I know it's real. Am I preempting the church? No. To make it official, the church does that. I'm not going to make it official. But I know, and I'm willing to die for it. And I have no qualms about that. And so, whenever O says this, you cannot tell people not to go there with that proof that the apparitions are false. He's basing this on what already the Congregation of Doctrine of Faith did in 1966 which re- reversed this condemnation of automatically of revelations. And he fre- it frees up. You can have private revelations and devotion to them and propagate them as long as they're not condemned. Navarro's words are you cannot tell people not to go there without proof that the apparitions are false. This contradicts the letter. And he even makes another statement in 1998. Um, 1998. And even a French bishop work. There's plenty of that. We've got we've got something we've been working on for how many years? Church okay. approval. Six years? Seven yes. years? We've got a massive, massive writing and documentation called church approval of everything according to this. And we can say we're experts behind it. We've been through it when we've been through it. The reason we haven't put it online because it's going to be a whole website just by itself. And it's, it's volumes of stuff. It's, it's an incredible research, too. It's an incredible thing that will show real clearly where we are with this. And the fact that so many people are so deep in Medjugorje, their whole lives are based on it. Whole communities are being built on it. And the, following, the Caritas community across, across the world, especially in this nation, people are buying Frank's got a thousand acres. He's just one example. Many people are doing this. They're out in Texas. There are other places, Louisiana. We hear about in up north. They're all everywhere. People are doing it. I I threw my business away. I didn't even sell it. My attorney said, Well you can do this and you can collect all the funds and still do it. I said, No, I'm walking away from it. I'm turning my my hands from the plow. Let the dead bury the dead. But he says, Well, I'll just we'll take fifty percent of it. Well, you won't be involved. I says, You'll keep me tied up in court trying to do the rest of the collections for, for people who own my business. Walked away from it. Six figures. Why? Because my conviction was so strong, let the dead bury the dead. So if this was really thoroughly researched and checked out, you wouldn't just go April 10th, 91, you would, you would see what was that commission was about, why the U.S. State Department was part of it, and a lot of other variables to that. And you'd also look at All Falls, who says you can't do that. You cannot tell the people that they cannot go to Medjugorje without proof that the apparitions are false. You want to stop everything? Condemn it? I dare you! I dare anybody out there! You naysayers of Medjugorje, try to condemn it! I put it on the line to Cardinal Ratzinger when they said Medjugorje was, or the poor God was condemned. And I wrote Cardinal Ratzinger, and I told him, this is from Medjugorje. The woman of Medjugorje said this. The mother of God said this. She said that these books must be read. We're a community based on Medjugorje. The flock is being scattered, and is in confusion over those who say it's been indexed, which is no longer applies, and it's been condemned. We need a voice to speak to stop this division in the flock. Eleven months later, Cardinal Ratzinger sent it to the Pope, sent it to the Italian Bishops' Conference. Italian Bishops' Conference sent it back to the Pope. Cardinal Ratzinger sent it back, who now, of course, you know is Pope Benedict, to my bishop. And my bishop called, and me, immensely excited. This was an edict put out by the church. It says the faithful can read it. People really got angry with me. How dare you put Midgigal on the line because you wanted to touch poor man God? Hey, Our Lady Medjugorje said it, I'll put it out. I am not in fear. I'm not atheistic about these things. Our Lady said it, I'll put it out. Ivan's apparitions on the mountain, we put it out. People told us, don't do that. We set up the whole infrastructure for Mariana well before anybody would even touch them because they were scared of them. For a long, long time, we set up the translation, we set up everything. There's a lot of things we've done behind the scenes. Took the heat for it because we believe we're willing to get lashed. We're willing to go into Sanhedrin and say, Don't say that anymore. You can't do this. And come back and start preaching it. Thank you for not betraying my presence. Are they said is a, is a road sign? Are they says 2007, June 25th? God's plans for the conversion of the entire world, the Catholic Church most in need, but also those Baptists and those Mormons. And those zingers out there who whatever they believe, everybody love is the key. And if you understood that, you'd understand the gospel of Mary. But you don't because you don't understand the gospel of Jesus Christ. The church teaches this. By baptism, they share. This is in this is in our um, catechism. By baptism, they share in the priesthood. Talking about the baptized. By baptism, they share in the priesthood of Christ, in his prophetic and royal mission. In other words, we don't need permission to go evangelizing. And evangelizing can incorporate, by already directives put out in 1966 and 1970, private revelations and private devotions. Unless condemned and the not condemned, you cannot tell people they cannot go to Area unless it's proven false. Now I'll give you the exact quote. Navarro, you cannot tell people not to go there without proof that the apparitions are false. End of story.
2: And uh, once again, that was a friend of Medjugorje very thoroughly answering the question uh, about uh, the whether or not the apostolic uh, Nuncio's letter, if if interpreted to mean uh, that uh, Yvonne is banned or that these public, any kind of public gatherings are banned in regards to Medjugorje, that it would in fact be in conflict with everything else the church has already declared about uh, Medjugorje. So, again, that's a very thorough answer. And also, uh, Frank also joined in on the line as well. And this is Frank responding to a friend of Medjugorje's uh, last word that you just heard.
4: Amen. 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 You sound a Protestant. <laughs> <laughs> I am down here uh, <laughs> among many. The thing about Medjugorje is, is everything, as you said, in the future that we'll look to, how did we come out of this, how do we change, will come from Medjugorje. And specifically, it'll come from, from the writings that Our Lady and the Holy Spirit have inspired you to write. As I talk to local officials and other people here where I am, and very conservative uh, Christians, they'll tell me, you know, I'm, I understand what you're saying. I'm a conservative Christian, but they can't come to the end because because all I can do now is say, you have to read. They fired the first shot because I'm, the other material that I've read after this, or um, that makes complete sense to me, they can't see it because they're they're getting a the part of the picture. And there's so many things hidden. The Bible says, when the Son of Man comes, will there be any faith left on this earth? This is what I'm feeling here. It's like, why? I mean, this is very simple. Uh, You know, you're complaining that the Constitution is going to be done away with in Washington. Why are we ignoring it here? We're the problem. You know, you you can't say that right out, but you have to bring them to see that we're dismantling the Constitution. Um, We're not standing up for our rights as individuals. And we're not understanding what it means to protect and defend the Constitution of what oath we took um, as, as elected officials. And so, as I've been trying to communicate these things in different ways, uh, I just, I've just been thinking, where would I be if I hadn't read ICFR, which has protected me from you know propaganda and news media and, and uh, all the lies and, and garbage they have out there to to brainwash you. You know, where would I be if I hadn't read Look What Happened While You're Sleeping? uh, Or um, It Ain't Gonna Happen. I mean, this is the answer to the economy, and this is the answer for the future economy. Uh, and, And they fired the first shot is the answer to everything. And all these writings are the answer to end abortion, restore the republic. Whatever it is you're praying for in your prayer groups, likely these writings have the answer to it, Because this is what Our Lady has come for, to return us to the truth, which is her son.
3: Well, these writings are simply Our Lady's message is put in a logical form of everyday life and the happenings that we go and have to deal with, both in government and marriage and family and civil situations, economics, whatever it may be. Our Lady's not coming, hey, just go to Mass, just pray, just do this. Our Lady's come for us to be active, Proactive, not passive. Those days are over. You're gonna be passive, you're gonna be steamrolled over. You're gonna be passive with this letter and just say just accept well, I can't do anything no more. I'm gonna stop my pro group. You can't stop that. Bishop can't stop a pro group. Why? I was in Versailles, France once, and the king they, they take you through Versailles, and the, the queen's bed, then you walk down the hall, there's the king's bed. And every morning, two, three hundred people come in and watch the king wake up out of his bed and wash his face. I said, boy, that's one thing I changed. He said, the guy guide said he can't do that. I said, well, he's the king. Why can't he do it? He says, because he had to go by the law. See, we don't realize that we have the canon law that we abide by. John Paul, when there's a fever of, of, of a pitch pitch of all the um, nuns standing up when he was talking somewhere when he came to America. We want women priests. You remember all that was in the news was constantly. The media was on it. Got to have women priests. He finally said, no more discussion. It's over. I can't change it. I'm not going to change it because I can't change it. 2,000 years with 12 apostles all the way through, it's been declared by God that only men can become priests. End of story. And I will have no more discussion. Do you know that you cannot discuss this anymore? That's a directive straight from the Holy Father. He's He's, he's infallible, but he didn't speak ex catheter. So we have real clear the way the church works. And the church works with freedom. Jesus gave liberty. Read the point, man, God. Jesus was so free with our free will. Of how we want to do. And when they complained about it it's the same way, they're over there preaching your name, Jesus. The apostles come to him jealous. He says, If they're not against me, they're for us. You know, the bishops really should always be saying, what, what do you need from me? What tools of the church do you want? What gifts can I give to you? It may be 30 pieces of, of um, what, can, what is it, 100 pieces, 50 pieces, 10 pieces, whatever the guy invested. You know, your investment. What you do with it, if you produce little from it, that's good. If you produce nothing from it, okay. If you produce abundant, okay. These things aren't to be hoarded in the church and say, oh, I can't give this to you. I'm not gonna let you, I'm not gonna give you a blessing. I don't know how you're gonna use it. The blessing is to be given freely. The tools of the church, the sacraments, are to be given freely. Well, what the person does to it, they have free will, how they invest with it, and how they take that grace, whatever they do with it, give it away. We've got a a miser. The scripture talks about don't be a miser. Proverbs says miser. God hates a miser. See, being a miser and being um, thrifty is two different things. A miser is somebody that's so selfish that they hold on to everything. They don't even feed themselves hardly. And so we have this miser spirit in the church. We can't do this. We're not going to do that. Let it go. Let it go. We should always be prudent about what we have, yeah. But this whole thing of being a miser, you can't, you can't, I'm amazed, really. It's a good thing, but for what we do and what we bring, and how many Catholics people will become Catholic through our mission, how many people will come and stop from hell? I mean, we've, millions. We've, we've touched millions of souls by God's grace through this mission. Millions. You say, oh, how can I calculate that? Because I know with Hugh Downs, Barbara Walters, Rob Wallace, the producer, the largest show ever broadcasted at that point on 2020, favorable, positive, so positive that Stone Phillips was told by Hugh Downs the night before we got to get some more negativity here. Rob Wallace calls me and says, nope, not going to do it. It's a positive story. I'm not going to give it to you. He wants some quotes. I said, no. 30 million people watched it. At that time, the highest rated people. How many people were affected? Well, one person who was on that show lived here in Birmingham, and operators from all across the United States learned his number by heart. His phone was going busy off the hook for three days. As soon as they said his name, they knew immediately who it was. Sam Geroni. Because he went through a tremendous conversion there. And you want to restrict this? I'd be scared. You can do what you want to with your authority. I'd be scared of that. I respect that authority. I respect what you say. But I'd be, whoa. I'd be, Whoa. And beware, because woe to the one that doesn't have the spirit at least the game of Gamaliel. You don't have to believe it, but you should have enough respect or fear of the Lord. to Think, wow, maybe this is from God. Hey, y'all take it and do what you can. Great. Do anything. It's like my second bishop telling me, you can do whatever you want to do. But you do any heresy, I'm going to come out there and shut you down. I said, Bishop, I expect you to do that. And so this is it. As long as there's nothing heretical, as long as we're within the graces of the church, they can't tell you because you, they, they won't just stop it to stop. It's that simple. Frankie, last word?
4: Yeah, I just see more and more clearly um, how we need community and how much we, we started our first uh, community rosary this week. And uh, it's, it's, it's very powerful to unite in this, in this prayer group with people that have been called together. And uh, there's a tremendous amount that we can do locally. There's um, there's a power in the prayer, and there's a power in the unity. And so um, it's 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 not easy. And um, we didn't get hit over the head with lightning to know that we're we're called here and we're supposed to be here. You, you know, we all stepped out in faith, and it, it's an awesome thing. So they fired the first shot is is most important. Um, I, I just uh, again. Um, as far as it ain't going to happen is concerned, miraculous metal magic going around. I uh, again read some of the, you know, best technicians, and um, you know, I don't know, understand technical analysis as well as, as they do, but they're saying this looks like um, um, a major bottom, and and in front of um, you know the correction's over, in front of a huge bull market, an explosive so move. So
3: I spot silver price. You talking
4: about? This is spot. Yeah, in terms of spot silver, it. Um, matters little uh, which way it goes, but what does matter is that you get out of the system that is abhorrent, and it has no substance or meaning, and into the system that is beautiful, grace-filled, and real, and from God. And so um, that's what we're here for. That's, it's, it's a great joy to be in ministry, and uh, we're, we're certainly here to help anybody that's interested in that.
2: You uh, want to give your contact information, Frank?
4: Yeah, sure. You can call us uh, toll-free, 877-936-7686. You can reach us by email at globalsilverinvestors at yahoo.com. We have general information on our webpage, uh, com, and the phone number again is 877-936-7686.
3: Okay, we'll have more on our site. We've been working... Uh, putting together a bunch of things I've written. I've already written on much of this already and so I was putting it together, piecing it together, pulling some things up. We do have an incredible thing we ask you to pray for as far as church approval. Uh, It's it's a huge project years in the making. Uh, We were just waiting to get it really at the right time to put it on. There's still things we want to do to it. We might just go ahead and put it on, look for it, pray for it. We need to pray for it, because we're in the middle of some major, major things we're doing right now, so we don't even have the resources of the time. But this is the time to put this out, and it'd be a great resource for you just to point people to it. And, and even, even even the bishops, when they go to it, hey, if they look at all this, and they see, it, hey, well, we see this over here, we see this, because there's a, there's a huge volume of material to go through. But it's very clear when you do, and we've got it concise, we've got it broken up, we've got it divided, we've got it categorized, uh, collected, and some of it's never before even been published. So it's important that we get to that, and we need your prayers to help for that. And you'll see on the site that Pope Benedict says, you can be at odds with me. You can be at odds with me over war and the death penalty. And you can still go to communion because it's not wrong to be at odds. So you got to understand where does jurisdiction begin and where does it end? It's much more for a, a religious and a convent and their vows of obedience as, than it is for us as a lady. We have a lot of freedom. And it's from God. And it's Jesus Christ. And when those start restricting, just like it does in Liberty, our country, we have to watch out. We have to be aware of that. And you need to know where that line is. You know, you can't tell me. You can't stop me from doing this. Yes, you can not stop me on this part. So, and you don't have to go to theologians. You don't have to go kind of large. Just read, understand, learn, and know what you can do and what you can't. Until next time, we'll be praying for you. We love you. We wish our lady goodbye.